0: Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this.
1: Hey, here we are another Friday. I can't believe Fridays seem to come around so fast the day I record these podcasts. So today I reached out to a friend of mine who has just been such a joy to hang out with. And I get so excited when I see her name run across my social media or even more excited if she's in the Atlanta area as she was last year. But today I have asked Kendra Fletcher. I bet you all know who she is already. But Kendra, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been so long. I haven't seen you in about a year now and haven't um, talked to you in a while. So I know. I thought, well, <laughs> if I am wondering how you are, I bet the whole podcast world is missing you and wondering how you are. Well, thanks. So, I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if
1: anybody. <laughs> so it's all well, good. Oh, um, I bet so. So why don't you fill us in? Tell us what's going on with your family first. Like what have you moved again? Have you done anything wild <laughs> and crazy lately with your family?
2: Um, you know, it's a, we have a giant family, as you do, and when you have this many kids, um, there's always something, always something. So um, I, I when people ask me how my kids are, I'm like, well, right now in this moment, everything's good. <laughs> but ask me again in an hour, and it might be changed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so just a lot of, uh, we've got, you know, four adult kids, and so they don't do anything before 8 p.m., so every conversation <laughs> and everything is, last night, uh, we have a son and a daughter-in-law who live in Portland, Oregon, and they flew down to spend the weekend um, with us. And so, you know, they they were over here from, well, till midnight last night, and it was delightful, but we were both like, we're too old for this, which is <laughs> old people, and it's, it's a lot, <laughs> so...
1: Anyway. It's so yep. true. I had to fly up to Vermont to see one of my adult kids who was sick a few weeks ago. And, mm. um, a long story, but he end, he's in college, but he ended up being taken to a different town, um, to the hospital. Oh. And so I had to get a hotel and all I could think was, okay, I've got to have separate space from him because he's young and stays up late <laughs> and I'm old and I have to go to bed early. <laughs> so I'm like falling around everywhere going, can I get a suite somewhere so I don't have to? You know, listen to t v till three in the morning or oh. whatever they do. oh is so he okay? it is crazy, yeah he yeah. he's fine now, yeah, he just had some a weird infection that went bad, but they were able oh. to get him all all better, But boy, you know, adult kids, I'm sure you feel the same way um, when we had just little kids, we thought, oh, it's gonna be so much easier when they grow up, but it's <laughs> just a different kind of hard. <laughs>
2: it is and it's delightful we love our adult kids i mean love them they are so much fun but um it is it's not they don't go away it's you know it's not like oh now they're off my radar and we just move on they're not they're so on the radar and they they need advice on like big issues <laughs> so
1: yeah i used to tell some um and you know i think when our kids were little I was physically exhausted, and now as they're growing up, I'm emotionally exhausted yeah. <laughs> because you're always having these deep conversations. And, again, I'm like you, I love it, and I have two new drivers in the house recently, and I was Ooh, so sad yeah. because I, I was like, oh, there goes my deep conversation time. Like, the car yeah. has always been where we have that deep you know, time. And so I'm like, I've got to find other ways. And oh, I don't have to worry. They find ways to have deep conversations now. <laughs> starting, starting at 11 p.m. Yeah. Oh, starting at 11 p.m. Most <laughs> often is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. So how old is your youngest? Is Joe your youngest? Joe
2: is our youngest. Joe's our little special needs guy who has um, who has a brain injury that resulted from the virus he caught when he was a tiny baby. And so he is um, mm-hmm. he's nine. He'll be 10 in May, um, but he's about, about five uh, emotionally. Right. Uh, so okay. he, uh, I, for example, I took him to the Scholastic Book Fair at his school yesterday and he picked out a Peppa Pig book. So that tells you kind of oh. where it is. like, you know, no 10 year old boy is watching and loving Peppa
1: Pig. Yeah. But mine is. So yeah. <laughs> that's where we are. I love that. Yeah, But, you know, I think it's such a blessing, too, that you have the understanding and awareness that, yeah, that's totally cool, you know, totally yeah. okay to, it is. to pick that book, even at uh, that chronological age, you knowing that that yeah. developmental age is definitely different for, for yeah. those kids. Okay, so since I saw you, you released a book, and I... Definitely, has seen, I've seen a lot going on. I've not read it. Need to read it. Need to grab it because I love the title, and I know you and I have similar faith journeys, but I really would love to kind of hear your heart on that. Like Summarize right. the book for us. Tell, help people understand why you wrote such a powerful book that has this deep message. Yeah, well, what really all started
2: out because I was writing our story for our family. Um, after I found Joe in a coma when he was seven weeks old, um, you know, we had, he went through this entire hospital stay that was so hairy. Um, there was brain damage and heart damage. Um, he had, uh, liver failure and kidney failure. I mean, it was so hairy for a couple of weeks there. And so we bring this baby home and, wow. you know, like, oh, what? we don't know the future. They told us he would be deaf and blind and, um, likely a vegetable. And so we, okay, this is, you know, this is our future. And, And so we bring him home, and six months later, I ran over our five-year-old with our 12-passenger van in our driveway. And so, you know, going through that whole situation, plus once I get her to the ER, they call CPS on me. And so then we go through an entire CPS investigation, which – Didn't go super far. The, um, the social worker that came out to our house said, I knew this was not, I mean, I just, I just knew when I talked to you guys, like, this is not a mom who purposefully ran over her child, you know? So, but that rattled my world, just rattled my world, um, to have that happen. And so she's, she's fine. That's the one everybody goes, Oh, you know, <laughs> like, you ran over. Oh Yeah. My heart, I was sitting again. here thinking my heart, my heart I stopped I, my heart stopped. I, <laughs> I know. And it, it's just one of those things that, you know, another situation, another variable and she, it would have taken her life But first, you know, for in God's providence in her life, it, the the wheel went over her pelvis and she was five years old. So her little pelvis just sort of sprung back. And she had a, a fracture in her pelvis and that is all. Nothing punctured an organ. I mean, there were, it was just, it was just amazing wow. that, that that's the way that turned out. So she is a, a healthy 14 year old um, now, but we go through that situation and then a year later, um, we were all sick with the flu and I found our eight year old in septic shock one morning. I mean, we wake up and we're all sick, but this girl is Gone. I mean, she she's unresponsive. She's so we rush her off to the hospital and she had a ruptured appendix that went septic um, and and took three surgeries in 21 days in the ICU um, and and has left her probably unable to conceive children on her own. And so, you know, this this all happened in an 18 month period and nobody goes through any, you know, one of these kind of life events without it really radically doing something in your heart. Um, And so Hmm. we come out of that situation and God had just pulled the rug out from underneath us. And essentially I would say the overarching message to us, or, you know, I I don't look back and say, well, God did these things. And that was how he got through to us, but he certainly allowed these events to happen in our lives to, to really shape us and to, um, to sanctify us and to become more like him. And, and, and the way The overarching issue in our lives was that we had made our life, our choices, our religion, our practices our God. And so um he just basically (laughs) said to me one night in a in an e in a sorry in a hospital room with that daughter I ran over, Kendra, your hope is in everything but me. Your hope is in your parenting, Mm. your hope is in your homeschooling, your hope is in your Brand of church, your hope isn't, you know, all of these things. And, and it was really earth shattering, Kathy. I mean, it just was like, I, I just felt like everything had been ripped out from underneath me. And that's exactly where we needed to be. I mean, God just had to pull it all out from under us and remind us that, that it was all about Him. So I began to write that story. And, um, you know, the long and short of it is that a publisher found out about it and wanted to publish it. And that's how the book came to be. And what has been interesting with it is that while it has resonated with a lot of homeschoolers who have been homeschooling, you know, for as long as we have 10, 15, 20 years, who've seen a lot of that um, very rigid, one-way-only homeschooling lifestyle, while they've experienced that and seen that and that the book really resonates with them, there have also been quite a lot of people who have read it and said, I see where I am shifting my hope in my own life. Um, and it isn't in the same way you guys did, but it certainly is there. And it was such a sweet reminder, you know, of of who God is and, and who I am in light of that. So that's Lost and Found, Losing Religion, Finding Grace. Um, and yeah, it's been out for about a year.
0: Hey, I'm so glad that Kendra could explain her book to us before our technical problems really ramped up. We were not able to finish this conversation with Kendra, so I thought I would give you a little bit of more insight and information that she shared with me before we hit record. Kendra said that her family was doing well, as you heard, and that she decided to take the year off just to speak locally and not to travel around this year, and I can appreciate that. It is so tough on our families when we have to pack up and leave every week, and even though we love what we do, we do enjoy being on the road, seeing you and meeting you and talking and all of that but our kids miss us and we miss our kids and sometimes our homes tend to fall apart while we're out there ministering so I don't blame her for taking a year off and focusing on her family and doing things locally but I know I'm going to order that book I I keep saying that that I need to order it and I haven't done that yet so maybe we'll all order it and talk about it together because I think many of us find ourselves in that situation spiritually we we go down a path, and quickly that path becomes our God, and I know that I have been guilty of that in the past, and there's freedom and grace. There's freedom in trusting that God is the one that is should be worshipped and not, you know, the way we parent our kids or homeschooling or any of those things, and quickly it can overshadow the point of faith and the point of who we're serving and what we're serving, and So I love that she shares that story honestly. Wow, she's been through a lot. I didn't even know all of that that she had been through. I know in my own life I have some similar, not the same, but just similar things that came up. And often those are the things that shake us to our core to help us realize that we are not in control. And all of our thoughts about uh, handling it ourselves kind of fade away we know that we really do have to trust in the Lord at that point the other thing I wanted to see if Kendra had any new projects and so hopefully we can get her back on and she can share that with us but if you've not checked out her book please do so Lost and Found is the name of that and they have it on Amazon and all over you can find it online Kendra Fletcher, Fletcher.com is her website and you can check her out there I tell you she's impacted me she and her husband they had a podcast here on the ultimate radio Um, homeschooling network for several years and I loved being a guest on their show and they really talked about some hard issues and issues that people shy away from and that was one of the things I appreciated most again was that real conversation because I know for me as a mom it is so helpful to hear that other people have been in the trenches and other people have been alongside of us and you know been where I've been and dealing with the same thing so I know you'll enjoy looking her up and learning more about her book. We're going to have in the upcoming weeks a lot of travel. I'm going to be out starting next week at the Great Homeschool Conventions in Greenville. And so if you attend one of those conferences, Great Homeschool Conventions, like I said, they're in Greenville. The next week, they're in Fort Worth. In April, their conference is in Cincinnati, Ohio. In June, their conference is out in California. In July, in Missouri. It's a new one in Missouri and only the second year they've been there. And we'll be at all of those. The Homegrown Preschooler will be with our new curriculum. I think I mentioned we were in the works with that. It's called A Summer of Playing Skillfully. We're going to be releasing that. Um, in fact, pre-sale started yesterday. You can get it for about 10 bucks off. We also have a planner coming out. I tell you, I'm super excited about this planner because we had Rebecca, who is Leslie's daughter. She was bullet journaling, and I just kept looking over the shoulder at all the designs and I'm like I love that you know I am really picky about planners I don't end up using them because I don't like how restrictive they are I'm more of a free spirit and like to write you know big and all over the paper and have plenty of room and she was showing me hers and I'm like oh I really think we could create something similar to that for our moms and so we started working on that the three of us and with the help of Graham and Leslie and um, so I guess there were four of us involved in that project and we have now created something that I think you are going to love so that's coming out too so we'll have all at the conferences in addition to the great homeschool conventions we'll be at the Florida convention speaking we will be at the Virginia conference this year and then we'll also be in Arizona so look for us at one of those conferences and if we're not at your conference definitely request us we we aren't doing as many travel uh, traveling gigs this year as some other years because again we have busy families too and we have to try and balance all of that but we love to get out there and so we will always keep some level of conferences in our planning so just let us know So I hope you have a great week. Disappointed that this conversation was a little bit shorter than I anticipated, but I'm glad you got to hear Kendra's story about her book and what led her family to write that. So we'll chat with her again, I promise. We'll have her on. We'll get our situation um, with the technical stuff worked out, and then we'll get her back on. So I hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for listening.